The Podcaster Matrix is a system, listener, one that's based on experience, skill sets, and you. There are other hosts, but what I'm telling you is that when it's time to dodge the billing bullets for hosting your entire podcast library online, you won't need to. Plug into the real-world podcast hosting solution now at podcastermatrix.com. That's podcastermatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. My name is Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me at our success group. Dot com And I'm excited to chat with you all today. We're going to talk about skills of successful people. Basically want to get into how we can develop those skills and, and, and what it's all about and getting through that. So really excited to chat with you all about that this morning. Looking forward to your feedback and comments as well. For those of you checking out the live version here today, looking forward to hearing your feedback on all this. But before we get started with this, I, I did want to just throw out there, I want to just real quick share with you guys our success tracker program. I'm not sure. I think most of the folks in here have uh, signed up or are participating, but it's not quite getting the use that it needs to be getting because it may be a little confusing and and I don't know. So, you know, help me out if you guys think it is confusing. What, what the heck is success tracker? But to me, what success tracker is, is it's a goal achievement system. It's, it's a process that will help you achieve a goal. And it's packaged in with some fun. You know, we have some fun and we, you know, celebrate and do things like that. It's got swag. So you're going to get mug and t-shirt and a round to it and a certificate and stuff like that. So you're also going to get cheerleaders, support, community, all that stuff. But what it is, is it's a proven formula that's going to give you every single tool that you need to accomplish any goal that you set your mind to and that you believe is possible. Even if you're struggling with setting that goal, we're actually here to help you set that goal. In fact, about 90% of all the people that have already signed up for Success Tracker, um, we've actually worked with them to refine their goals. And, and that's all part of the program. You know, we, we will reach out, we'll ask questions because goals can't be achieved until we get clarity on what they are. And, and if I can't tell from the outside looking in exactly what it is that you're trying to achieve, like in specific detail, then you will never be able to achieve that because you have to be able to explain it in, in specific detail. you got to have the language to put behind it. Basically, we have to figure out how much and by when. And so we're, we're here to help refine those and set those goals. And, and then once we do that, you'll get, and I put mine in a frame, but you will get a, a certificate of commitment that you can post and, and look at and, and reminds you to take the actions. And um, you're going to have a little, like I said, round to it. Uh, I didn't, I just got out of the shower here, so I, I uh, didn't put it in my pocket yet, but it's sitting right there next to my journaling. So I pick it up and I put it in my pocket as a reminder. Um, so that, that's all part of the program. Uh, I really think that this is a fantastic program. In fact, Todd and I were talking about it the other day and just looking at the, the hard costs and looking at all of it. And, and we did make the decision that at some point in the not so distant future, really soon, actually, uh, we are going to have to raise the price of the program, it, it just it, where it's at and what what it can do and, and the value of it. Um, 
we've got to raise the price, but we have not done that yet. Uh, so it's uh, just a, just a matter of time. We don't have a set time. We're going to do that, but uh, kind of more, more about the time of like when it will get to the top of our to-do list. But right now it's still $25. Now, in fact, I want to give you guys, the SPS listeners, an opportunity to get 20% off that, making it $20. It's super smoking deal. Uh, just the swag alone you get is worth more than that. But um, So if you'll use the code SBS when you go to that website down there, and in fact, I will put it in the comments as well. Um, and uh, got that there. So our successgroup.com forward slash ST. It's in the comments for you as well. So if you use the code, code SBS, Small Business Saturday. So just SBS, uh, you'll get 20% off. You know, take a chance on yourself. Believe in yourself. Uh, that That's that's what the program's all about. So let's check in with some more comments. Um, <laughs> that is weird, Todd. He says, weird, I can comment as me, but when I reply, it's OSG. Huh. Oh, Facebook, you are always so much fun. Good morning, Cheryl. Welcome in. Thanks for being here. And good morning to you, Jerry, as well. All right. So that's that's my quick, you know, again, not 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 trying to pitch, not not meaning to be a pitch, but I, I just believe in this program so much and 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 I want more people to be able to get the value out of this. Um you know, I had a big thing I'm trying to tackle and, and I'm well on, on pace, you know, I'm following the processes, I'm doing the steps and, and I think it's going to go really well. I, uh, so I want you guys to be able to do that for yourselves too. All right. All right. So with that being said, let's get into this, this discussion of skills of successful people. So first off, I want to start off with kind of giving you all a huge secret that I've learned after reading and learning and being part of the Canfield program and, and all of this stuff. This, so let's just, you know, it's kind of a secret. So let's just keep it between us. All right. I'm just going to lean into the microphone and tell you this huge secret. But have you heard about the five keys of business success called growing and launching your business? It's an online training program and you can check it out at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. While there, you can purchase the valuable online training modules and resources. It's over five hours of small bite-sized video training sessions broke out into 25 modules. Plus, there are 26 specific action steps designed to cement the training and get you into action on building the right foundation. You also get tools you need beyond the five hours of proven training, like spreadsheets, example forms that you can use and make your own, plus policy and marketing templates and more. The Five Keys of Business Success is designed to help you learn to price your products for profit, enjoy confidence in your marketing, have an efficient workflow and process, wow your customers with amazing service, and know exactly what it costs to be in business each day. Skip the alternative of feeling lost and overwhelmed and stop losing money or not even knowing where you're at until it's too late. Invest in the Five Keys online training program today to get the foundation you deserve for your small business. Go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. Regardless of what you believe, you are a successful person. Okay, that's the secret. <laughs> and that's, it, it seems like, oh, okay. But at the end of the day, if you can believe that you are a successful person, that's the secret. So we're all born with the tools to be successful. You know, this is actually 
the biggest secret about being successful for some reason is that it's attainable by all. And, and I don't know if that comes from, you know, once people get to the top, they, they want to keep it for themselves or, but there's room for everybody at the top. And, and we all have that ability. In fact, according to a peak performance expert, Stephen Coulter, and he's done lots of research and, and uh, quite a bit of scientific study on this whole thing. Uh, he, he said, all human beings are biologically designed to tackle incredibly large challenges. In fact, everything you might consider peak performance is quite simply getting your biology to work for you rather than against you. So that's that's a pretty bold statement there. And, and he's done the work to back it up. Uh, in fact, I will put a link to his latest book. Uh, he's got some great books. So I would think that this is a, a really good opportunity to, to learn. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Find, there it is. Okay. Uh, so I will put that in the comments there. If you Again, just I, I use Amazon links because it's universal. And then if you want to go buy your book from somewhere else, perfect. But that'll give you the, um, at least get you started, right? So uh, there we go. So we've got, got that link there and uh, you can go check that out. Anyhow, Another uh, noted psychologist, Abraham um, Maslow, has had said this, whatever a person can be, they must be. Humans are hardwired to exceed their limitations and fulfill their potential. So, so that's the big secret. Now, here's what the, the challenge is, or here's, I guess, what, what we've got to overcome. So if we all have these skills to fulfill our potential and be, be successful, then why do so few people actually get there? Uh, they, they say that uh, 2% of the world holds 98% of the world's wealth. Um, good morning, Jess. Great to have you here. Um, so, you know, again, why are so many people not fulfilling their potential? They're not successful. You know, maybe they're working the, and this is one of my favorite acronyms that uh, I learned from Jack Canfield, why are they working their J-O-B, the just over broke, right? Um, maybe they spend a lot of time binging Netflix or scrolling social media and all of their downtime. It's because they don't work to develop the four skills that we're going to talk about here in just a second. Now, before I get too far into this, though, I do want to say this is not to say that using a job, the day job or whatever, to get from point A to point B, or maybe your job is actually a fulfilling career and and you're working for somebody else. That's not to say any of those things are a bad thing, right? The, the, they're all tools or they're the avenue that we get to fulfill our potential because it's fulfilling. It's it's meaningful to us. So this is not talking down about having a job. This is basically saying, what is your focus? Are you just going through the motions or are you actually fulfilling your potential? You know, that's working towards success. It's also not to say that taking some time for yourself and unwinding and watching a TV show, or maybe you're catching up with friends on social media. That's not to say that's a bad thing either. It only becomes a bad thing when those become your habits, those become your default mode. You know, they're not an intentional tool to refresh you. They're not an intentional tool to fill you up with community and, and things like that. So let's just make sure that we're, we're real clear on that. Not, not talking down about those things. I'm saying, let's get control of those things. Let's be intentional about those things. Um, so just says fear of taking the next step, uh, hiring is scary. Yep. That, that, that's one of the things that will 
we'll talk about here is a little bit about about fear. So let, let's do this. Let's get into these four things. And these are four specific things. And they came from Coulter, Stephen Coulter, the gentleman who I referenced earlier, the peak performance expert. Um, so let, let's let's dive into those. Right. Good morning, Ruth. Glad to have you here. Appreciate seeing you. Good morning, Doug. And uh, thanks for checking in from Williamsburg, Virginia. Hopefully everything's going well out there in, in Williamsburg, Doug. All right. So let's let's talk about these four principles, these not principles, these four skills that successful people work to build that makes them successful, right? All right. So let me get over to the banners here so I can put them up on screen too. And the very first skill that they work to develop and grow and learn. And, and this is just, these are just like any other skills that we, we would learn. You know, you want to learn to use graphic software. You want to learn to make something. You want to learn to, you know, write better, whatever. Those are all skills. And these need to be looked at just like those skills, those hard skills now, and, but people would consider these more soft skills, but a lot of times the soft skills are so much more important than the hard skills. Anyways, we'll get to that after a bit. The first skill, number one here, intrinsic motivation. This is curiosity, passion, purpose, autonomy, mastery. The, these are all the things that motivate us. And, and honestly, these are all the things that if you have employees, you should help them build that because they're going to be better employees. Um, that, that autonomy, that ability to learn for ourselves, do for ourselves, and then build that mastery and, and understand what our purpose is, get into the curiosity. What, what are we passionate about? So motivation is not just something we're born with. We, there aren't people that are just more motivated than others. Um, it's actually a skill that we have to work to master. We must build persistence by taking small risks, putting ourselves out there, and building up that grit and resilience muscle. You know, it, it, it's, it's something that we can work on. Uh, it's taking actions. It's building momentum towards a goal, a vision. You know, we talked about the success tracker at the start. You know, that's a tool to build motivation. That's a tool to help you get there because it's a process. So, that's the first thing we have to work on our intrinsic motivation, our motivation. Again, a lot of people just go, oh, you know, they're just not motivated or I'm just not motivated. I'm not feeling motivated today. Well, it's not a feeling or a thing that you just have. It's actually a skill that you must build. You know, if you're not feeling motivated today, that's okay. What are you going to do to make sure that tomorrow you feel more motivated or, or what are you going to do today to get you out of the, I just want to lay here on the couch in a, in a ball and, and, and work towards something. And by understanding that motivation is actually a skill that we can build, you know, what are you curious about? Think about that. And then, you know, I don't care what it is. Maybe you're curious about why the sky is blue, or maybe you're curious about, who the director is of the show on Netflix. We'll start there. Go dig into that little piece, you know, pull up Google and, and uh, Google the, the director or Google why the sky is blue. And you're, you're going to find that that curiosity is going to, you know, okay, now I'm, 
oh, now I'm out of the fetal position. I'm, I'm maybe still laying down, but I'm, I'm getting there, you know? And then, and then from there, let's, let's go a little bit bigger. Oh, okay. Well, why, why am I curious about this? Huh? What, what is, what is inside of me that, that I'm doing the stroke the beard thing here? <laughs> What's inside of me that it makes me passionate about understanding this? Okay. And then again, we're building from there. And now all of a sudden, before you know it, you're off doing everything that you want to be doing, right? Because you're working on building that skill of, of motivation. So good morning, Maria. Thanks for being here. And um, Joseph, then as long as that's intentional for you and uh, you feel successful beyond that, laying that, that ball on the couch. I love it. You know, and, and again, I talked about that early on. All of these things that, you know, you might have a negative connotation about them or whatever. None of those things are true. As long as it's intentional for you and it brings you fulfillment and it brings you that uh, feeling of success, then, you know, if laying on a ball on the couch is what works for you, do it. You know, I, I know, Joseph, you, you've got the laughing emoji and, and all that stuff. And, and I get the tongue in cheek opportunity there. But I, I do want to make sure that we're clear on that is that what we're talking about here is being intentional about what we want to do, not about the attention that other people or other things want to steal from us. So, um, and, and then one more thing on intrinsic motivation and because I don't want to, I want to make sure that, um, I don't just gloss over it is one of the things that we got to do to build the persistence and, and the resilience muscle is that we do have to take those actions. We have to take those small risks. So, um, just talked about fear of taking the next step, you know, and, and again, that's something, that's something that a skill that we've got to build. And within that fear, the best way to conquer that fear is what is the, the smallest next thing that you can do? Doesn't matter if it's going to work or not work that that's, that's neither here nor there. What's the smallest thing that's going to work for you is, you know, is it, you know, trying somebody out, maybe, uh, so just talked about hiring is scary. Is it possible to find somebody that you can just say, let's try this for a day. Let's try this for a week. Let's, you know, let's, let's just try it together. Okay. Be, be clear about what your fears are in, inside of this and, and what your expectations are and things like that. And, and, and then go from there. So once you try that thing though, what happens is it becomes, oh, okay. Well, now I see what I got to fix, or now I see what worked and what didn't work. And now I see that, yes, I can do that and I can live to tell about it. Right. So, so part of the motivation is overcoming those fears. All right. So that's, that's number one. Uh, good morning, Mira. And uh, yes, Joseph, of course, work hard, play hard. Um, so if you guys have other thoughts on motivation, I'm, I'm, open to hearing those. We'll, we'll circle back. Um, but let's get to number two here. Uh, let me get back to the banners here. The second skill that successful people work on building to become successful is this learning and self-awareness. So this is the skill of digging in and really understanding what our strengths are and celebrating and directing your business, your life, towards those strengths. That's, that's the purpose, right? That's what, what we're made to do. We're born to do things like that. So learning and self-awareness becomes this skill that we've got to, got to work on, you know, then once we kind of figure out what our strengths and, and things like that are now we need to also say, okay, 
what are some of the weaknesses? What are some of the things that I'm not passionate about? What are some of the things that, you know, are scary or things that I'm, you know, that feel like a slog all of the time that feel like, oh my gosh, this is really hard to do. So what are those things? And then how can I get help and support in those areas? You know, Justin mentioned hiring, you know, she, she needs help in those areas. So what are those things? It may not be that they're weaknesses. It may just be, there's only so much that she can do, but identifying those things and then getting into those things and then going from there. So learning and, and self-awareness. Now, once we become more self-aware of what our strengths are and what areas we need help with, then the next part of learning is is kind of building and growing and creating partnerships and signing up for training and coaching and mentoring and masterminds and whatever you can do to be able to support learning these soft skills, learning about ourselves and our self-awareness. And, you know, the, the partnerships are integral to everybody's success. The Head down, go it alone is not the formula that any successful person has ever used, period. I, I don't care who you talk to, how independent they think that they are. There was always someone somewhere that gave them a hand up. No matter how much work they did, there was always somebody helping them or partnering with them along the way. There was some teacher, there was some friend, there was some inspiration that occurred in their lives because they were open to that. They were self-aware. They understood what it was that made them who they are, right? So that that's the second thing, learning and self-awareness, meaning don't be afraid to, you know, sign up for the training program. Don't be afraid to be part of a mastermind group. Don't be afraid to go to that networking thing and and pop in on a Zoom call and and say hello and actually participate or, you know, all of those things are extremely important for for you and your growth and your development and and that learning and self-awareness part. So, let's let's get to some of the comments here and uh sorry, looking down. Okay. Um Christine says, worrying about what other people think of what you're doing can be one of the biggest obstacles in a person's path. You have to do the work you do in the way that fits you best. Sometimes when I'm writing, I do everything but write. But in those times, I'm mulling over plot points, ideas, until the next steps become clear. It looks like being unmotivated and distracted, but it's not. Exactly. You know, and that's a perfect way to say what I was trying to say in that be intentional with what it is that you're doing. And then that's your process. And nobody else can tell you that your process is right or wrong. It's your process. But where we, where we falter, where we kind of stumble is when we just allow other things that want our attention to steal our attention. You know, if you guys have watched the social network on, on Netflix, the, the social media and all of these uh, tools are built to steal our attention. Our, our attention is the product, right? And so if we allow that to happen, then then that's not helping us build our motivation. But if we are intentional about what we're doing, you know, uh, mulling over plot points, kind of doing everything but right, right? In, in Christine's case, when she's writing, that that's, that's important. So I love that. Thanks for sharing that, Christine. Um, Jerry says, I find myself staying busy with everything but my biggest goal. Not sure why. Uh, so here, here we go, Jerry. The best thing that you can do in this regard 
is work on answering this question. And it, there's not, not an, it's not an easy question. In fact, you probably need to like take it and ask it a whole bunch of different ways. You know, I think you guys have heard me talk about Einstein's theory that, uh, you know, if he had a problem that his life depended on solving, he would spend, and, and he only had an hour to solve that problem. He would spend the first 55 minutes uh, finding the right questions to ask. So here's the basis of the question, and you need to answer this question um, and, and maybe ask different questions to kind of get towards the same point. But if you can f find out the answer to this question, I think you'll solve this hurdle here. And simple question, what are you pretending not to know? Meaning, what are you... What, what is limiting you? What, what is it that's holding you back from that? There, there's something there that's basically, there's something there that's saying I, you don't deserve it or blah, blah, blah. And none of that is true, but it's the belief that we create inside of ourselves that, that gets us to that point. So it's what goes, okay, I know that my big goal's here. I know it's a little bit scary, and, and, but we don't do it. Because A, it's uncomfortable, but it's uncomfortable because there's some block, there's some limiting belief that's stopping us from doing that thing. Because once we believe that that big goal is actually something that we uh, can get or even deserve, which it is the case, you do deserve those things, we're built that way, you know. Um, so once you get get past that block. And, and basically if you can answer the question of what am I pretending not to know? Um, so hopefully that helps Jerry and, and, uh, and just, just work on answering that question. You know? Um, all right. Mira says learning to discipline, write schedules the night before and prioritize. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Setting, setting intentions. Uh, we had Matt Granados on, uh, two regular guys not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. And, um, you know, that, that intentionality is, is a huge part of what we all have to work on it because our world that we live in today is built to steal our attention, right? There's billboards, there's flashing lights, there's social media, there's notifications that pop up on our phone. There's, you know, I've been distracted several times already just in the course of this. And, and I work on this every day. So, you know, it's a process and, and we have to set up our process to be what it is for us. All right. Christine says, I think one of the biggest battles is looking at where your skills aren't as strong and accepting that you can't do everything. People tend to think that they have to be good at all things, which is, which is a total lie. Absolutely. And because I found Christine for me personally and, and other people I've talked to is that when we, we admit to those skills or, or things that we aren't as strong at, that, 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 that points to a failure or us not being good enough. But as you said, that's a lie. So the, the reality is, is that it's just not who we are and it's not something we're passionate about. So we shouldn't waste our time with that. We should partner with other people. We should work together with, with other like-minded individuals that have those things. You know, uh, it's why businesses have employees, you know, there's certain things that just don't have time or they, they're not good at whatever. So, um, you don't have to be good at everything. You have to be good at being you. And once you're good at being you and, and uh, feel feel comfortable in that position, then you can get into the other things and, and trying to find the right partnerships that work for you. Um, 
Are you looking to move your business forward and make it a full-time success that not only supports you, but also can support your family? Todd Downing and I launched our success group. Our mission is to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. What we learned when Todd started his own decorating business, and I was a pioneer of the industry's first podcast, was people were hoarding all of the information, or it was just disorganized and had no basis in real results. Both Todd and I saw really nice people fail because they didn't have the basics and a foundation. At the 2019 Dax Tenley Park trade show, we met for the first time face to face and the conversation turned to this very problem. What we soon discovered was a similar passion with different areas of strength. Todd brings the day-to-day know-how, making things easy to understand, and also breaking down the how-to step-by-step. I bring impactful ideas, lessons from the wide range of people I have worked with over the years, and a foundation of business principles to build upon. We don't want you to struggle to launch or grow your business. We want you to thrive, hit the ground running, and be good citizens of your market. If you are interested in learning more and would like to get some free resources, just fill out the form over at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. That's empowered, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D. Again, oursuccessgroup.com forward slash empowered. Just as many smaller tasks sometimes feel more fulfilling than the huge tasks, which takes much longer or it's procrastinating technique. Um, yeah, I, I feel that Joseph, I, I feel that, uh, you know, they're definitely, I will find myself all the time going, okay, I'm getting this done. These smaller tasks, checking them off the box because it is fulfilling to ch- check it off the box. But what happens is we start to feel bad because we're not getting to our, our bigger goals. Um, you know, we are procrastinating. We're putting ourselves in that place of stress and, and whatnot. So, um, you know, find that balance, find what works for you and, and, and get to the, the right place of, you know, are you doing busy work to do busy work? Or is this something that, yes, it's building up my motivation. It's building me up to get to where I need to go. So, uh, good morning, Jerry. Uh, my word of the year is persistence. To me, that is doing the hard work, like getting up at 7 a.m. on Saturday when it's snowy and cold, learning from and supporting myself with those who can help me. That's awesome. Persistence. High five. Thank you, Wendy. Um, all right. Ree, good morning. Ree, thanks for being here. And Christine, finding someone with a skill set that complements yours is the best thing. People who complement each other when it comes to skills make each other better. High five, Christine. Perfectly said. Thank you. All right. So we're, we're, let's, let me keep going here. Um, let me get into the, the next one. So we talked about number one, intrinsic motivation. Uh, we've got number two here, learning and self-awareness. And let's talk about number three, the third skill. And again, a reminder that all of these things are just skills. They're not something you're born with. They're not something that, oh, I just, that's just not me. I'm just not a learner. I'm just not motivated. Not true. They're skills that you got to work on to build, right? Okay. So number three, same thing, creativity and innovation. These are skills that we can work on. It's not that, oh, I'm just not a creative person. Nope, not true. Not true at all. Ah, I just can't come up with innovations. You know, I'm just stuck. I'm in a rut. Not true. That's your choice. You're believing in that in yourself, but it's 100% not true. So if you say, okay, well, I want to be creative. Okay, then you can be creative. You just got to work on it. So 
creativity and, and Christine was talking about her creative process when she writes, but no matter how messy it seems, creativity is actually a process, right? It's something that we've developed within ourselves. The, the more creative people out there just have a better process to get through it. The people that can come up with those ideas faster have built that process in their head of like, okay, here's the problem. Here's a solution. Let's, you know, and, and yes, some people, it comes more naturally to them and that's, that's fine. And that's not to say that they're, they've got an advantage over you. Nope, not true either. So what we got to do is we got to intentionally work on our business. You know, that's where we build this creativity. We've got to do the working on what, what challenges are you facing that need a creative solution? You know, just throwing our hands up in the air and going, ah, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm over this. That doesn't cut it. Yes, there's times you got to take a break, you got to reset. But remember that we are hardwired to overcome extreme challenges. You know, that's honestly why failing feels so bad to us because we're hardwired to actually succeed. We're hardwired to overcome adversity. So if that's what we're hardwired to do, when we choose not to do that, that feels bad. That brings on things like depression and, and, and just feeling bad and that, that desire. And again, all of these things are not saying that we can't fail and that we shouldn't try to fail. What we're saying is that you have to be intentional about this. And when you're ready to say, yep, I can do this, then that's the time when you can say, yep, I can do this. So failure only happens when we give up. But what happens is we realize that giving up probably doesn't mean what we think it means. So a lot of times we push through something or we just keep doing something over and over where we feel like we're banging our head against the wall because we don't want to fail. We don't want to give up. Right. Well, it's failure and, and, and giving up are not when you make a change of directions, you start, decide to do something else. You try something new. You know, uh, it, it's, it's not when you shut down a company or you, you have to start over. Those are not failures. Those are not giving up, right? So think about it, this. Walt Disney was fired from the Kansas City Star because his editor at the time felt that he, you know, this is Walt Disney, by the way. Okay, just put that picture in your head first. The editor said he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. The inventor of the... <laughs> Uh, uh, Walt Disney. Okay. Anyhow, it just blows my mind that somebody could think that, but that, that was the, the impression that he put off at that point. After that, he started his own company and that company went bankrupt. He had to close it. He had to dissolve the company, you know? So that wasn't a failure. That wasn't him giving up. Walt Disney didn't give up. And in fact, it wasn't until he started a partnership with his brother and got involved with the business end of his creativity that he went on to be nominated for 59 Academy Awards. And really, I, I would argue with anybody that he is the greatest animator of our time. So no one would consider Walt Disney a failure, but he had failures. He had areas where he had to pivot. He had to change. He had to do something different. But he was creative. He said, okay, I'm not going to let this define me. I'm going to do the next thing, find the partnership that I need to make this work. I need to do something a little bit different and just keep moving forward towards his passion. So that's the third skill that we've got to work to 
develop in ourselves, that creativity, that innovation, that, again, what Wendy said, the persistence, you know, getting back up after failure and finding a new creative way to do it better the next time. All right, let's talk. Let's take in some some more comments here. Um, finding, oh, that we already talked about that one. Okay, Becky, I like this one. Uh, and, and in fact, Jerry does like it as well. So true. Uh, Becky says, my creativity comes in waves. Sometimes it's overflowing and other times it's a roadblock. Absolutely. And and again, that doesn't say anything about you or your ability to be creative or or, or any of those things. That's just human nature, right? Everything goes in waves and cycles. And, and what we've got to do to become successful is we've got to identify, you know, when those times when it's overflowing, what is unique about that? What makes that time special, right? It could be when it is, it could be your environment, it could be, um, you know, what's inspiring you, it could be what's in front of you. But when you need to be creative, when you have that challenge, that obstacle in front of you where you need creative thinking, well, if you've developed this skill of creativity by identifying those areas or those environments, those things that make you creative, that get you in that state of overflowing creativity, now you can create that intentionally for yourself. So when you, you, you're like, oh my God, I got to be creative, but I got this roadblock. Well, Let's think about either, you know, sometimes it's, yeah, I got to take a break. I got to recharge. I got to, I got to do something a little, you know, mind numbing is not the exact word that I want, but it's what's coming to mind. You know, it's the, the Netflix and chill. Okay. That's a recharge. And you're doing that intentionally to then build that creativity. So um, I, I love that Becky. And, and like Jerry said, that's so true. Uh, reset. I was late. Definitely going to have to listen to the replay. So we will we'll recap a little bit too, but uh would love to have your your input on on the things that we're we're talking about here, the four skills that successful people have built for themselves. All right. So that's that's the third skill, creativity and innovation. Let's get to the fourth skill here. Flow and focus. So flow is defined as an optimal state. And this is a, a quote, uh, um, this is a quote from uh, Mr. Coulter, who I've referenced already. Uh, Flow is defined as an optimal state of consciousness where we feel our best and perform our best, you know? So maybe we're in that creativity space, maybe we're whatever it's that where you lose all track of time in whatever it is that you're doing. And, and honestly, this is why we talk so much about finding your why, finding your passions, because you're going to be more capable of being in the flow state that you need to be in when, when it is something that you lose all track of time of and, and all that other stuff. So once we can discover those things, it makes building what we want to build so much easier because again, we lose all track of time. We, we get into it. We love it. We get excited about it. All right. So that's what flow is. And this is a skill that we can all master. Again, I will fully admit to being one of the greatest squirrel chasers of all times. You know, like I said, I've been distracted several times. I have to not put the comments up in certain sections of these things. You know, if I see a little notification pop up up here or on my phone or whatever, I, I am distractible, super easy. But I know that it's a skill that I can work on. I'm way better than I was because I intentionally worked on what do I need to do to make sure that I am focused. I am mastering that skill of flow and focus. Um, we have to set up processes. So, you know, if you're constantly distracted by the notifications on your phone, then 
schedule a time where the notifications are turned off or or for me i only have notifications pop up of things that are important right now i've got a i just got a new phone and and i haven't been able to readjust the notifications on it so right now like this thing just popped up and i'm looking at it going oh my god i got to read this and i'm distracted and all i got to do is go in change that notification turn it off and then I can get to that when I want to get to it. But so change the notifications, um, set up routines, uh, be intentional with our times. We have to make time to focus, right? So maybe you got to figure out a way to have an office door that you close, or, or maybe you got to have a chat with the family about this is my time to be in the flow, in the focus. Don't, don't distract me when I'm doing this, you know, put a hat on that everybody knows it's not the time to bother you do things like practice meditation and mindfulness get involved in doing yoga whatever it takes and and there's nothing that's too out there right if if you really want to be a successful person and get into flow and focus you know maybe some things don't feel real comfortable at first maybe some things seem a little silly or, or seem a little funny yeah I, I I still struggle with and I try to meditate every day I don't do it every day. I try to. And sometimes I just can't do it. I, I just, uh, you know, it, it doesn't work, you know, and then yoga scares the hell out of me because I can barely touch my shins, let alone my toes. Um, you know, what, but I've got to create these things that allow me to focus when I need to focus. This, this last week was terrible for me when it came to focusing. I just never got there. But I realize now and looking back on the week, it's because I didn't set up those intentional routines. I didn't do the things that I needed to do to get away from the distractions and focus on the things that I needed to do. So flow and focus, hugely important skill that we've got to master, right? All right. So let's get some comments here and uh, see what we uh, got. So Christine says, I love being in the flow state. Sometimes when I'm writing, it feels like I'm taking dictation. That's my flow state. Perfect. Yep. You're, you're in that flow. The words to spill out. Wish it was that easy all the time. So, and, and Christine, I think one thing that has helped me tremendously and maybe can help you get to that more all the time though, is try to really identify what it is that are the key elements of that state. You know, what happened right before you started? Where are you at? What's the environment like? What 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 uh, state of mind are you in? What you know, because all of the 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 moods that we have, and and I know a lot of times it doesn't feel like this, and and it's super hard. And so I'm not not saying that you know you're just a bad person because you can't get over yourself. But at a certain point, some of the things are are just a belief, right? If so, if I choose to be upset, I can be upset. Now things can upset me, but it's still, I have to still make that choice to let that affect me. You know, so I have to, you know, have that negativity in my life and, and make that the standard, or I can choose to do the other thing. Now, again, not saying that I can just boom switch because it's not like that, but just like anything else, we can create the habits that change these things over time. And if we just constantly are looking to how do we change these things little bit by little bit by little bit, what will happen for you is two, three, four, five years from now, you're going to go, huh, I never thought I could get to this point. And look at me now. You know, think back where you were five years ago. Are you in a different place? And is that place different 
because you designed it that be that way? Or is that place different because you let it be that way? Right. And again, there's nothing to beat yourself up about if you let it be that way. We've all let it be that way. And so we can either choose to continue to let it be that way, or we can choose to be intentional with ourselves, with what we're trying to do, with the skills we're trying to develop and make it something new. So, um, Sandy says, I squirrel so bad. I need to work on this this year. And, and again, just making, setting that intention right there to say, I need to work on that this, this year. Okay. So now you've, now you've put the intention out there. That's perfect. Now the next step is now let's start looking at what it is that I can do. Try something, try something completely off the wall for you. You know, like I said, if you're not somebody that wears a hat, go get a hat and tell everybody that this is my thinking hat cap or my leave me alone cap or, you know, get an on air sign and, and hang it up or whatever it takes, do something different and then see how that works. If that doesn't work for you, try something new, try something new and, and you will find what's going to help you overcome that. So, um, Christine says, I love yoga. It can be very centering and it's so good for you. I appreciate that uh, word of encouragement. My, my wife is working on her yoga certification right now. And, um, she wants me to be her guinea pig and I'm scared to death of that. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Fingers crossed. All right. I love it. Thank you. All right. So th those are the four things. Let me just real quick. We'll recap. I got the, the flow focus, but let me, let me just recap real quick what the four things were. Intrinsic motivation, what motivates us, what, what inspires us, what brings passion to us, what allows us to create mastery, gives us autonomy, those types of things. Number two, learning and self-awareness. Where do we need to grow? Setting intentionality, understanding that what our strengths are, being aware of how we handle our weaknesses, what, what we bring into our lives, what partnerships we build, those types of things. So learning and self-awareness. The third skill that we need to work on to be more successful, creativity and innovation. How do we create that? You know, we're, we're hardwired to overcome obstacles. So how do we get over ourselves? How do we keep moving forward? And then finally, the flow and focus, putting ourselves in that place where the things that we need to do, the big goals, the, the things just like Christine said, that seems like you're dictating, the words are coming off the pages, the ideas are flowing, right? That space where we don't, uh, we lose track of time. For an athlete, it's that place where it feels like, you know, basketball players can do anything and the ball goes in the hoop. That, that's flow and focus, right? So that's a skill that we can work on. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Jerry says, choosing my emotions and actions are a wonderful and challenging part of every day. 100%. Yep. And it's finding that space between what the event is and what the reaction is determines our outcome. So um, thank you, Jerry. Appreciate that word of encouragement and feedback there. So to wrap this all up, these four things that we just talked about here, and we get that banner off the screen so we're not distracted by it. <laughs> so we're staying focused, right? Um, these four things are, are all skills. These are not things that you're born with. Um, and and just like everything, some people have more natural abilities in certain areas, but 
most of the time what we see is like, oh, they're just naturally good at creativity or they're just naturally good at at um, flow or focus and being being intentional. Even if it seems like it's natural, it probably was not natural. It was probably part of the environment they grew up in. It was probably part of something that they worked on. But the great news for all of us, no matter where we're at in all of these things, is these are skills that we can learn. You know, it's just like learning to print a shirt or using software or whatever these hard skills that we all spend so much time out there researching and watching YouTube videos on and and doing all this other stuff. We work so hard on that stuff. And these skills are just like that. You know, you can go out and watch a YouTube video on how do I get better flow and focus or how can I inspire more creativity or or you can go and, you know, sign up for a yoga class or meditation or buy the Calm app on, on your phone or, or whatever. So these are all skills that we can learn. And honestly, in a, in a way, this is kind of what's bugged me about our industry's education for, for years um, was the fact that everything was so focused on the, how do I print a shirt? How do I make this thing? How do I use this tool? And, and that's great. And we need that. Right. But there was just a lack of that deeper, more meaningful training. So, um, but I, I, I understand it. I understand why there was a lack of that. And I'm not saying that the training that came before me was, was, you know, it's their fault. I mean, the why that there was a lack of that is because most people don't value it. And most people choose to continue slogging and struggling. So here's the deal, though. I'm not willing to give up on you. So I, I want to shake it up. I want to do things differently. I want to talk about things like this more. Right. And and honestly, it's why I decided that the Canfield certification success principles was so important for me because I believe in this stuff. So let's commit to working on our personal development as much as the hard skills. All right. Can we make that commitment to each other right now? And no matter where you're at, maybe you feel really good about these skills in your life. Perfect. Then do this. Share that with other people. Share that. You know, when somebody asks you, how can or when you think about, let me rephrase that. When you think about how can I help somebody else, maybe think about how can I help them with something? Maybe I'm a really creative person. How can I help somebody that has this sense that they're not creative? How can I help them be more creative, right? So let's, let's commit to that. Let's w- commit to working on developing those things. All right. Now, with very few exceptions, all people who we can point to as exceptional successes have started out just where we're at, right? Just as the peak performance expert gentleman who I noted earlier, Stephen Kotler, I'm sure I get his name wrong, but he says this, sure, you will occasionally meet someone who won the genetic lottery, a superstar naturally gifted athlete, a a legitimate Einstein-esque genius, excuse me. He says, but it's so rare that it's almost not worth talking about. So the only thing that separates us from whoever is on our successful person, Mount Rushmore, whoever the people are that we look up to, is that development of those four things, motivation, learning, creativity, and flow. All right. So that's, that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. Let's take a little bit of time here to get any other comments, your thoughts, your feelings, your feedback. What did you like? What did you not like about what we talked about here today? Um, I want to 
<laughs> Jerry says, P.S. You don't start out in yoga by touching your toes. All right. Well, great point. And uh, I will, uh, I, I'm going to do it. It just, it, I've always been the type that will go all in. I, I us Montgomery's, <laughs> my dad, my brother, my sons, we all have this inability, this skill that we haven't developed yet which again, just like these things we talked about today, I know that this is a skill that I can develop, but it's this thing called moderation, right? I just don't have that skill developed yet. So, you know, if I'm going to do yoga, I'm, I want to do like the hardest pose right off the bat or whatever. So I got to, I got to work on that skill. And Jerry, your point is very well taken here and that uh, I don't have to touch my toes yet. I just have to work towards being more flexible. So love it. Thank you, Jerry. All right. Anything else that you guys got? Any other p words of wisdom? Uh, <laughs> Jerry says we can all tell. All right, good. Apparently I wear my lack of uh, moderation on my sleeve. All right. Could it be that 27 times I go online or, or whatever? I don't know. Um, all right. So anything else that you guys have uh, while we close this out? Um, let's see what's coming up here. Got... Uh, our success group uh, happening next Wednesday night. We've got uh, the fourth in the five keys series happening. We're going to be talking about delivery and uh, follow-up and basically how to create more lifetime customers, how to create easier after the first sale sales, uh, that second sale. Um, Todd says, I'm pumped for the day. Good. Glad to, glad to hear that, Todd. Glad I could help motivate you. I, I feel pretty pumped up too. I didn't get a ton of sleep last night, but uh, uh, I'm feeling like I'm ready to go tackle some things here. I'm ready to at least work on these four skills that we talked about. Um, so that's happening on Wednesday. If you're not an OSG member, not to worry, you can still sign up for it. Just go over to oursuccessgroup.com and uh, you can just start there. Or if you want to go directly to oursuccessgroup.com slash memberships, and you can check it out. Uh, once you sign up to be a member, you will get access to all of the past recorded trainings as well as the current upcoming live trainings. And uh, you also become part of our private members community, which is this growing community of people that are just helping each other. We put a lot of extra tips, tricks, resources, tools inside of that. We have um, all sorts of stuff that, uh, you know, our goal, our mission is to provide resources that empower business owners to achieve their idea of success. So um, that's what we we try to build inside of that member group. So we'd love to have you as a member. We're, we're uh, always looking for new members. And uh, so if you or somebody you know would like to be a member, just send them over to oursuccessgroup.com uh, or directly to oursuccessgroup.com slash memberships. And uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, yeah, absolutely, Wendy, I can do that. No, but let me get this. Uh, Christine, thank you. Really, really nice of you to say. I'm glad that it's helpful. And uh, uh, that, that's that's fantastic. Thank you. All right. Wendy says, can you briefly say the four skills? Just double checking, checking my notes. 100% can do that. In fact, I will even put them up on the screen and uh, go slowly here through them. Intrinsic motivation. It's, But basically, you could break it down and just say motivation. Building our motivation muscle. Taking action. Facing a fear and being persistent in moving forward, you know? So persistence really comes from having motivation. It comes from having that ability to face the fear, do something new, push forward, keep going, keep going, keep going. 
And uh, again, why we talk about our why being so important to us is that's what creates motivation. All right. So that's number one. Number two, learning and self-awareness. Realizing that we, we need to learn about ourselves. We need to learn about our strengths, our weaknesses. We need to learn how to build partnerships. We need to learn from other people. You know, Wendy, you're in a mastermind group. You know, the learning that happens in there, you can probably speak to that um, really well, that there's this sharing, right? We may be asking for help in one area, but when somebody else is giving a solution or, or maybe they're asking a question that we didn't even know to ask, you know, that's, that's the mastermind. The, the sum of the parts become greater than each of us individually added together. So um, building that learning and self-awareness and partnerships and things like that. So that's number two. Number three, creativity and innovation. Um, again, no matter how messy creativity might look, or feel, or from the outside looking in, it is a skill. It's a developed process of how do we take a challenge, create a solution, create something new, build something, build on something. It's all a process. So we've got to innovate. And we got to remember that at the end of the day, we're actually hardwired to do that. We're actually hardwired to overcome challenges. And it's why failing feels so bad. So let's get rid of that feeling by saying, okay, I'm not feeling, I'm just moving forward. I'm trying something new. I'm creating, I'm innovating. And then fourth and uh, is flow and focus. Basically finding that optimal state where we feel our best and perform our best and, and creating that, right? So if we know, hey, we're in a flow state, that, that's great. Perfect. But what's even more important is identifying what got us into that state. What is it that's different about that than the times that we're not in it? right? Was there some inspiration? Was there an environment? Was there something that I did? Was the, the sound right? What, did I feel more peaceful? What, did I have a state of gratitude? Whatever it is that, that brings on that flow state for you, be intentional about creating that, right? So that's number four, all right? So real quick, one th through them again, motivation, learning, creativity, and flow. Hopefully that, that covers them. Yep. You're welcome, Wendy. Awesome. All right, you guys. Well, that's all I have. So that's that's Wednesday, our success group. Uh, Tuesdays with Todd happens every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Central Time. Uh, next Friday on Two Regular Guys, uh, we have Jeff, uh, and I just forgot his last name. Starts with an S. Uh, Swart no, I'm going I'm to, Schultzman. I'm sorry, Jeff. I forgot your name right off the top of my head. But uh, we're going to be talking about dealing with orders that propagate hate with all the divisiveness in the country right now, um, you know, people on different sides of the debate. And if somebody is propagating hate and they want to create a shirt that says, you know, you suck, I hate you or whatever. How do you deal with that? Is, is that something that you take is, is, is all money green or, or do you need to take a stand? Right. And, and how do you do that? And what, what's right and what's wrong. Um, so that's happening on Friday. I'm looking forward to that discussion. And then we'll be back next Saturday for Small Business Saturdays. So thank you. Thank you. There we go. Schwartzman. Yes. Thank you, Christine. Um, all right. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you being here. And we will look forward to talking to you again next week. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.